there's nothing more important than understanding how reality works and how to deal with it. The state of mind you bring to this process makes all the difference. I have found it helpful to think of my life as if it were a game in which each problem I face is a puzzle I need to solve. By solving the puzzle, I get a gem in the form of a principle that helps me avoid the same sort of problem in the future. Collecting these gems continually improves my decision making so I'm able to ascend to higher and higher levels of play in which the game gets harder and the stakes become even greater. I'm reading a book, Principles by Ray Dalio, wonderfully written, as principles are the things that make all the difference. As Ray says, there are rules in our life and rules have to be followed. There is no exception. Everyone has to follow the same rule. But principles are not always same for everyone. And that is the point that he is talking about in his book. The book begins with his story where he shares his own experiences of how he started working and how he became one of the big millionaires, started his own company, and how did he learn from his life. And then in the second part, the principles are given, all the principles that he has learned so far in his life. One wonderful thing about this book is that they have, the author has divided the principles into sections based on what are specific problems, challenges or goals that you have in life. Following these principles can definitely make a difference in your life. So let me read a few of them. One I've already done for you, embrace reality and deal with it. That is something we all have to do. Now he says, let me read one more from the book. One of the life principles that he has mentioned says that your goals lead to outcome. When you use a machine to work on these goals and turn them into reality. Look at the machine from the higher level. Think of yourself as a machine operating within a machine and know that you have the ability to alter your machines to produce better outcomes. Or in other words, you are just a machine working for your goals. Which also means that if you don't have any goal in life, what is this machine working for? Your goals, your ambitions, your dreams, they are the things that make you unique. Otherwise. Everyone on this earth is a machine with the same equipments, same tools, except for a little differences between people. We all are machines, God made machines. So if you want to really create a difference in your life, you have to create a difference in yourself. And this difference cannot come with what you already possess, what everyone possesses, but it can come with what you want to create for the world. A lot of principles that are given in this book are actually pretty practical. And one thing that Ray has mentioned even before explaining the principles is that you can define your own principles and you can decide which ones to follow based on a simple rule. He says 
that you must have objectives in life and think what you want for yourself what is true what you want and what you should do to achieve what you want in the light of knowing the truth which means you must first know the truth you should have clarity about yourself and about the world and also about what you want from the world and then you do something to get what you want from the world but to be able to do something to get what you really want you should know what you want and you should also know that if you want something really bad enough you will find ways to achieve it that's what everybody says but how many of you actually believe in it okay now before i talk to you more about this book i would like to tell you that i have just started the series in which i'm going to read a few paragraphs from some of the books i really love and will give you the lessons in simplified manner to you the reason why i'm doing this is because books are a wonderful source of knowledge and enlightenment they can motivate you they can create you they can inspire you and they can also give you skills but how many people are actually using the skills that we have learned from the book i could have read hundreds of books but maybe i won't even remember the lessons i will remember the lesson only as far as i am using it in my life or immediately after reading the book so when you read a book you will have a lesson in your life instead of applying it you just admire it you say wow what a wonderful lesson it is and yes it is but it's not going to do any good to you unless you apply so remembering these lessons can become really difficult so i'm going to pick and choose a few lessons for you from the books and i'm going to present them to you so that you can start applying it so let me give you an idea about how you can actually apply the principles like i spoke about two principles that uh, this book has given you there are many actually uh, i'm just giving two in this podcast one is that you have to embrace the reality let's take the take the example uh, i'll give you example from my life okay i recently got hurt i fell and my leg was kind of sprained now i want to be able to go out because the lockdown has lifted i want to be able to enjoy but i cannot do it because the reality is that i got hurt so instead of you know being sad about it can i do something else actually i took the benefit out of it because now because my leg is hurt i can do more rest and while i'm doing the rest i can read more books i can do more work on my pc instead of going out i don't have to go out i don't have to cook i don't have to do much work so i can utilize this time for my learning for my trainings embrace the reality and only after that you can think of the possibilities that you can do within the purview of the reality which exists that you cannot change right now well i want to get better but i cannot immediately change it it's going to take time and which is real i cannot be fantasizing about me getting better immediately the next day i cannot so i have to embrace the reality first and then work work out okay so i hope this podcast was helpful and i will keep coming up with more such insights from different books 
In every podcast, I'll be covering some different book. But this podcast is no replacement for what you're going to get from a book. Because what I'm giving you is only 1%. But even with this 1%, if you can really do something about your life, imagine what you can do if you read the entire book. Thick book, but it's an amazing book. It's really amazing. And I love it. So, till the next time, say goodbye and have a nice day. Learning how to learn is one of the biggest superpowers anyone can have under their belt. You might not realize it, but learning to learn will unlock just about everything you do in life. Why? The simple reason that we aren't born as experts in anything. When you entered the world as a baby, you didn't know anything on your own. So you first depended on social learning to pick up how to eat, drink, walk and talk. Everything that we take for granted is something that we have learned from others. The first five years of life are a wash because everyone learns out of necessity. Everyone learns to walk, talk, swallow and tie their shoelaces. But what about after? You start to see people separate themselves from the pack. Josh can do the multiplication and division tables faster than his teacher. So he gets to skip a grade. Josiah, however, is still having trouble with subtraction as he's held back a grade. Is it because Josh is inherently smarter? Not necessarily. In fact, that's something we'll address throughout this book. Well, I am reading this book, Learn Like Einstein, by Peter Hollins. A fundamental fact about learning is that we all learn naturally. We learn everything from the beginning of our lives till the end. We have to keep on learning because if we don't, we won't be able to cope with life. Many people actually stop learning after some point of time. And this happens when the learning is in your control. Till the time you are in school, your parents are going to bother you, they are going to basically push you to study. But as you grow up, that is your choice. When you go to a college, let's say an engineering college, your parents can still push you, but they cannot make you learn. They cannot make you understand the concepts if they are not engineers themselves. So, what happens? That's when, you know, there's this separation created that uh, Peter has spoke about. That some kids are intelligent, others are not. Some are good scorers, others are not. Because learning then becomes independent and it's your choice. This book has a lot of lessons and methodologies that you can learn to be a better learner. Well, I'm not sure if I'm the best person to talk on this subject, but I have experienced the power of learning in my own life and 
I would like to share this with you. When I was younger, I did not know how to talk to strangers. I did not even know how to speak in English. I was an average student, never scored beyond 70% and I was pathetic at sports. I was always the last person in every single race, whether it was in indoor sports or outdoor, didn't matter. I did not know how to make friends. Apparently, I was a complete loser. I didn't know anything. But I had one and only one very significant skill and that was skill of learning. I knew how to learn. It was like if I attended any class. I could repeat whatever was taught in the class the very next day. Most people are able to retain around 20% from whatever they learn in a classroom. But I could do up to 80%. My notes were brilliant. So all my classmates, even when I was just an average student, they used to refer to my notes. And after reading my notes, they would score above 95% while I'll still score 70%. And the reason was simple. I was a great learner. I, I was not a great scorer, but I was definitely a great learner. But up until the age of 22, I did not realize that I am a great learner and that is something that could change my life. But when I did, I began to learn. First thing I decided, I'm going to teach myself English. I've been to multiple classes, teachers, but nobody was able to teach me English. So I decided I'm going to teach myself English. And then I decided I'm going to teach myself to be confident. And then I decided I'm going to teach myself to work with technology. So I don't have to be dependent on anyone. I learned about 15 programming languages at that time or maybe you can say 15 softwares including programming languages whether it was graphic whether it was website designing or technical things like uh, visual basic i learned everything i learned how to speak i learned about public speaking i learned about internet i learned about uh, psychology so in short everything that i am today I'm the founder of Global Writers Academy, a writer for past 12 years and a B2B writing, uh, B2B content consultant and a writing coach. Whatever I am, I am because of that one skill that I had and that was the skill of learning. So guys, if you think you are anything less than what others are, you're absolutely wrong because the truth is that this art of learning, it's with everyone. You just need to know how to learn to learn. Or in short, just learn how to learn. And then you can learn everything. It doesn't matter if you don't know even anything, even to talk to people, even to work, even your technology, or even writing, speaking, everything can be learned. Even to be more presentable, even to be liked by people around you, you can learn everything. This book has uh, picked up this beautiful concept of learning. 
Well, everybody thinks that one learns and they are sincere about learning whenever they are attending any classes or sessions, but that's not true. You are just listening most of the time. You're not exactly learning. You must know how to learn because only then you can really create a difference in your life. But whatever number of sessions you're going to attend, this has become, become a trend in 2020. So many sessions are happening online and so many people are attending them. But how many of them are actually able to learn and make use of whatever they have learned? So I recommend you to read this book. And the wonderful thing about this book is you can also make your kids read it. I mean, it's, it's for all ages, basically. My kid, he's eight year old. He also reads that and he's able to fairly understand. But yes, if, you're, uh, if your kid is too young, then of course, he or she will need some support from you to be able to understand what's given in the book. But the book is really amazing and it's gonna teach you concepts, some really fundamental concepts about how you can learn the best way. So, read this book and start learning. Until next time, until next book, take care. The story you choose to tell yourself exerts a powerful influence over your ultimate ability to captivate people. Some beliefs limit your potential. If you believe you will never get hired, probably right. If you believe you will never find your dream job, you probably won't. If you believe that you don't have a story to share, you won't find one. And if you don't believe you'll ever master the art of public speaking, you are probably right. I find that people who are nervous about speaking in public say awful things to themselves, words that they would never say to anyone else. I am terrible at giving presentations. I got nervous once and it ruined me. I'm a horrible public speaker. Nobody wants to listen to me. I'm boring. If these are the type of phrases you repeat to yourself day after day, it's no wonder you get nervous. You cannot control what other people say about you, but you can't control the story playing in your internal channel. Austin's confidence grew as he replaced the negative labels with words of encouragement, empowerment and strength. Wrong labels can keep you from your destiny, he says. Well, today I am reading this book, The Storyteller's Secret by Carmine Gallo, who's the best-selling author of Talk Like Ted. Well, public speaking is a great subject of interest for many. Even I was pretty much interested in the subject, even when I was not actually a public speaker. Today I am. I run shows on podcasts, I also have my YouTube channels, and I also conduct a lot of sessions. In fact, last year I, I kind of uh, participated in or conducted or hosted around 100 hours of sessions online on Zoom. 
once in my life, public speaking was the biggest fear I had. I could not even speak to a waiter or a storekeeper to ask them for something. I could not speak to people in my class itself. I could not ask questions to my teachers. I could not speak to even my family when I was in pain. I could not tell them that I am in pain. I would just silently stay on my bed, cry till someone will arrive and they'll see me crying and they'll ask, what happened Pooja? And then I'm gonna tell them my story. I had no friends because of my lack of confidence in speaking with people. Well, but today I am a public speaker and many people have told me that I'm great. And I realized this, the very fact that this book has mentioned that if you are not a good public speaker, it's not actually because you're not good, but it's actually because you believe that you are not good, which is so true. Every time you have a wrong programming running in your head, you're doing the wrong things. Your life goes wrong. So if I say I'm an idiot, well, I will become an idiot even if I'm not. So, I have this habit for past few years. This is what I do every morning. The moment I get up, I go to the mirror. And the first thing I tell myself is, I'm a genius. Because that's what I want to become. Some people say that I'm already a genius. I don't know. Maybe I am. This is what I kept telling myself every single day. And every time I did something really good, uh, some kind of achievement, even if it was small, I would say, I'm a genius. The moment I get a new idea for a new book, I say I'm a genius. The moment I get a new idea, even for a post that I have to do on Instagram, I would say I'm a genius. I keep telling myself and that's, that's what now I, I have started to believe. You have your subconscious mind listening to you every time and, and believe me, your subconscious mind is actually powerful and can create any level of possibilities for you. So just make note of these things. Whenever you, are, whenever you are talking to yourself or you're talking about yourself, are you talking something negative? Okay, you know, last time I was talking to someone on call, I was asking if you know there was a possibility for you to do something that I was asking for and the girl said, oh, that's not my cup of tea. If if that's really not your cup of tea, then the cup is not yours, the tea is not yours. Not because you cannot drink that cup of tea, but because you are saying that you cannot do it. Most people cannot do something because they say they cannot do it, not because they actually cannot do it, okay? So for example, if I would say, you know, right now, uh, my leg is hurt I cannot really walk I cannot so I stay up in the bed and I take a lot of rest now I have a kid eight year old now my suppose my kid is there in my room and suddenly he does something that he that's gonna hurt him will I still think that you know I'm hurt I cannot walk I will jump and save my kid from getting hurt so that means even if I'm hurt, I can actually do it. 
but I am telling myself that I cannot do it. I cannot walk. It's all in your head. Now, this may not be the most appropriate example, but yes. So I'll give you another example, which is more appropriate. There's this guy uh, who I wanted to, you know, start these public speaking uh, sessions last year. And I was very excited about it. And I said, I'm going to do it. So he said, really, I'm not a great public speaker. I don't really, uh, you know, speak good, blah, blah, blah. I said, it's okay. Even I'm not a great public speaker, but I can try. I mean, let's try. I mean, I believe that I have the potential. So, and I believe that you also have the potential. But that guy was like, no, 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 I cannot do it. So I said, fine, let's do some experiments. Let's do it in the closed group and uh, practice. So he joined after, you know, taking sessions uh, twice. He actually became very confident. And then he himself said, I had no idea that I could do it. That's exactly what happens when you try things. There is nothing that you cannot do. So you have to basically speak the good things, speak the right things to you. I'll give you a simple method. Besides, this book actually gives you a lot of different ways of storytelling, which is amazing. If you want to become a TED talker like I do, you must refer to this book. But even from my side, I would like to give one method uh, that I'm sure must have been covered already is covered in the book uh, every morning when you get up the first thing uh, you say good morning to everyone right well why not to yourself go in the mirror tell yourself good morning wow you're looking so pretty today i mean i do that okay i love myself so i do that hello good morning puja you're looking so pretty i love you I love myself. Say this to yourself and then say some four or five sentences good about you. Whatever you want to become, just say that. For example, if you want to become intelligent, say, oh, I'm the most intelligent girl on this earth, girl about whoever you are. And if you want to become a great public speaker, so you'll say, I'm a great public speaker. If you want to be a great sports person, you say, I am a great sports person, or, or maybe you can name that sport also. I'm a great golfer. I'm a great footballer. Whatever is your uh, ambition. So whatever you want to become, keep telling yourself you already are there. And then your mind, your subconscious mind, while on one side your subconscious mind is really, really powerful, on the other side it's really stupid. Stupid, why? Because it listens to you and it believes. When you're saying good, then also it believes when you're saying bad then also it believes so if you tell your mind that uh, you're stupid your mind is going to believe that you're stupid if you're going to tell your mind i'm a genius your mind is going to believe that you're a genius if you tell your mind i'm gonna i am a millionaire yeah your mind will make you a millionaire in maybe a long time but yes it's real so who do you want to be a loser or winner a pauper or uh, a millionaire whatever you want to be keep telling yourself change your programming which is already set in the head you're not bad at anything you just think you're bad you're good you can be good at everything you want to be good at so 
Start telling yourself new stories, create new narratives in your head, and then you will see a change in life within a month. Until next time, until next book, wish you good luck and do try this. Thank you. The story you choose to tell yourself exerts a powerful influence over your ultimate ability to captivate people. Some beliefs limit your potential. If you believe you will never get hired, probably right. If you believe you will never find your dream job, you probably won't. If you believe that you don't have a story to share, you won't find one. And if you don't believe you'll ever master the art of public speaking, you are probably right. I find that people who are nervous about speaking in public say awful things to themselves, words that they would never say to anyone else. I am terrible at giving presentations. I got nervous once and it ruined me. I'm a horrible public speaker. Nobody wants to listen to me. I'm boring. If these are the type of phrases you repeat to yourself day after day, it's no wonder you get nervous. You cannot control what other people say about you, but you can't control the story playing in your internal channel. Austin's confidence grew as he replaced the negative labels with words of encouragement, empowerment and strength. Wrong labels can keep you from your destiny, he says. Well, today I am reading this book, The Storyteller's Secret by Carmine Gallo, who's the best-selling author of Talk Like Ted. Well, public speaking is a great subject of interest for many. Even I was pretty much interested in the subject, even when I was not actually a public speaker. Today I am. I run shows on podcasts, I also have my YouTube channels, and I also conduct a lot of sessions. In fact, last year I I kind of uh, participated in or conducted or hosted around 100 hours of sessions online on Zoom. Once in my life, public speaking was the biggest fear I had. I could not even speak to a waiter or a storekeeper to ask them for something. I could not speak to people in my class itself. I could not ask questions to my teachers. I could not speak to even my family when I was in pain. I could not tell them that I am in pain. I would just silently stay on my bed, cry till someone will arrive and they'll see me crying and they'll ask, what happened Pooja? And then I'm going to tell them my story. I had no friends because of my lack of confidence in speaking with people. Well, but today I am a public speaker and many people have told me that I'm great. And I realized this, the very fact that this book has mentioned that if you are not a good public speaker, 
it's not actually because you're not good, but it's actually because you believe that you are not good, which is so true. Every time you have a wrong programming running in your head, you're doing the wrong things. Your life goes wrong. So if I say, I'm an idiot, well, I will become an idiot even if I'm not. So, I have this habit for past few years. This is what I do every morning. The moment I get up, I go to the mirror. And the first thing I tell myself is, I'm a genius. Because that's what I want to become. Some people say that I'm already a genius. I don't know. Maybe I am. This is what I kept telling myself every single day. And uh, every time I did something really good, uh, some kind of achievement, even if it was small, I would say, I'm a genius. The moment I get a new idea for a new book, I say I'm a genius. The moment I get a new idea, even for a post that I have to do on Instagram, I would say I'm a genius. I keep telling myself, and that's, that's what now I, I have started to believe. You have your subconscious mind listening to you every time, and, and believe me, your subconscious mind is actually powerful and can create any level of possibilities for you. So just make note of these things. Whenever you, are, whenever you are talking to yourself or you're talking about yourself, are you talking something negative? Okay, you know, last time I was talking to someone on a call, I was asking if, you know, there is a possibility for you to do something that I was asking for. And the girl said, oh, that's not my cup of tea. If, if that's really not your cup of tea, then the cup is not yours, the tea is not yours. Not because you cannot drink that cup of tea, but because you are saying that you cannot do it. Most people cannot do something because they say they cannot do it, not because they actually cannot do it. Okay? So, for example, if I would say, you know, right now, uh, my leg is hurt, I cannot really walk, I cannot. So I stay up in the bed and I take a lot of rest. Now I have a kid, eight year old. Now my, suppose my kid is there in my room and suddenly he does something that he, that's gonna hurt him. Will I still think that, you know, I'm hurt, I cannot walk. I will jump and save my kid from getting hurt. So that means even if I'm hurt, I can actually do it. But I am telling myself that I cannot do it. I cannot walk. It's all in your head. Now, this may not be the most appropriate example, but yes. So I'll give you another example, which is more appropriate. There was this guy uh, who I wanted to, you know, start these public speaking uh, sessions last year. And I was very excited about it. And I said, I'm going to do it. So he said, really, I'm not a great public speaker. I don't really, uh, you know, speak good, blah, blah, blah. I said, it's okay. Even I'm not a great public speaker, but I can try. I mean, let's try. I mean, I believe that I have the potential. So, and I believe that you also have the potential. But that guy was like, no, 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 I cannot do it. So I said, fine, let's do some experiment. Let's do it in the closed group and uh, practice. So he joined after, you know, taking sessions uh, twice. He actually became very confident. And then he himself said, 
I had no idea that I could do it. That's exactly what happens when you try things. There is nothing that you cannot do. So you have to basically speak the good things, speak the right things to you. I'll give you a simple method. Besides, this book actually gives you a lot of different ways of storytelling, which is amazing. If you want to become a TED Talker like I do, you must refer to this book. But even from my side, I would like to give one method uh, that I'm sure must have been covered already, is covered in the book. Uh, every morning when you get up, the first thing, uh, you say good morning to everyone, right? Well, why not to yourself? Go in the mirror, tell yourself, good morning. Wow, you're looking so pretty today. I mean, I do that, okay? I love myself, so I do that. Hello, good morning, Pooja. You're looking so pretty. I love you. I love myself. Say this to yourself and then say some four or five sentences good about you. Whatever you want to become, just say that. For example, if you want to become intelligent, say, oh, I'm the most intelligent girl on this earth. Girl about whoever you are. And if you want to become a great public speaker, so you say, I'm a great public speaker. If you want to be a great sports person, you say, I am a great sports person. Or, or maybe you can name that sport also. I'm a great golfer. I'm a great footballer. Whatever is your uh, ambition. So whatever you want to become, keep telling yourself you already are there. And then your mind... Your subconscious mind, while on one side your subconscious mind is really, really powerful, on the other side it's really stupid. Stupid, why? Because it listens to you and it believes. When you're saying good, then also it believes. When you're saying bad, then also it believes. So if you tell your mind that uh, you're stupid, your mind is going to believe that you're stupid. If you're going to tell your mind, I'm a genius, your mind is going to believe that you're a genius. If you tell your mind, I'm gonna, I am a millionaire, yeah, your mind will make you a millionaire in maybe a long time, but yes, it will. So, who do you want to be? A loser or winner? A pauper or uh, a millionaire? Whatever you want to be, keep telling yourself. Change your programming, which is already set in the head. You're not bad at anything. You just think you're bad. You're good. You can be good at everything you want to be good at. So, start telling yourself new stories, create new narratives in your head, and then you will see a change in life within a month. Until next time, until next book, wish you good luck and do try this. Thank you.